The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus appeared to the eleven and said to them, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, we, uh, we're celebrating the feast of the conversion of, uh, of St. Paul. And uh, we get you know, a good uh, first-hand account of that in the, in the scriptures today. Paul uh, telling, his own, telling his own story um, and, uh, and giving us some sense of, of what all was going on. I, was, uh, we, I, think, I think in order for us to, to grasp uh, certainly one of, the, one of the main lessons of the day, uh, we need to uh, we need to get a sense from uh, from Saint Paul of of what his life before Christ was like, and he you know he's, he he puts forward his his CV his resume and it's um I mean it's really quite spotless and uh, th- I think this is significant for us right is is that um you know Saint Paul uh, a faithful Jew you know the a Pharisee. The Pharisee of Pharisees. I mean, like the, you know, the real kind of um, purity of, of vision as it relates to uh, what God wants to accomplish in His people Israel and even through His people Israel. Right? He's he's lined up to do uh, to do exactly what God intends for Him to do, and He's doing it. Right? He's doing it. And one of the one of the ways that He's doing it is by um, it, not simply, you know, uh, rooting out heresy. This is this is a part of the um, of, his, of the motivating force of his what we would, what we would say now is his persecution of the of the early church. But he's he's pulling people back from the brink there, right? Because what he sees is you know a a, a movement that purports to be a, a kingdom of God movement, a movement that purports to do what he's already, you know, lined up and fired up to do, which is to usher in the, the kingdom of God. And here's, you know, here's a, a movement kind of on the margins, but gaining in popularity, and so needs to be snuffed out because it's not, it, it's not the way that it's going to happen. This is not the way that the kingdom of God is going to come to life in the world. Um, it's, it's through, rather, you know, he, uh, Saint Paul, uh, Saul of Tarsus, his, his own understanding and the understanding of the Pharisees. This is this is how the kingdom of God is going to is going to advance in the world. This is how God's rule is going to advance in the world. Uh, what changes that, of course? What changes that? This is this is where I think the point of significance. You already know, of course, right? They say the because we just heard it. The light, the blinding light, coming from uh, coming from the sky, and uh, you know the, these these words that Jesus speaks to him. Um, but let me say this: Where you know where does this where does this change the fuel for his conversion come from? It okay, it comes from like it. It doesn't come from himself. This is very this is very significant. It doesn't come from himself. 
Right? So it's not by his own wisdom and strength and study and, you know, long years of faithfulness and so on and so forth. He's, he's got the resume. His conversion does not come from himself. Now, his, uh, God is not discarding his faithfulness, quite the contrary, right? He, precisely because he's lived a life of faithfulness, he's prepared to receive that illuminating vision, even though it blinds him, right? <laughs> he's, he's prepared to receive that vision and, and give himself, give, him, give his whole life to the cause, which is what we see. But the fact of Jesus' call is what turns him around. The fact of uh, God's strength uh, that, is, that is made so clear to him in his weakness, this is, this is what turns St. Paul around. And, and, what, and then to say, what is the, the nature of that conversion then? Right? I mean, we see on the, um, we see on that, the road to Damascus there, um, you know, that, that brief exchange that, uh, that Jesus has with, uh, with Saul, with Paul. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He said, who are you, sir? And the reply came, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. But this is so, like, it's so far outside even what's on um, uh, Saul's mind in the sense that he's, he is going to these churches and, and dragging them, you know, before the magistrates to, to get them uh, lined up on whatever charges they are, right? blasphemy, sedition, whatever it may be. He's trying to, he's trying to um, disrupt the, the beginnings of, of the, the early church movement. What, what sense does he have that this is about Jesus? He knows it's, he knows, you know, it's, he knows it's about Jesus. But, the, but the, uh, that close identification of, of Jesus with his people is very significant. And we actually were going to see, we'll see that in the theology of St. Paul. When he, when he uh, speaks extensively on the, the nature of the body of Christ, right? he understands that, if, in fact, the church is the body of Christ, and at least in part because that has been revealed to him by Jesus. It's not as though, you know, you're persecuting my people. He, doesn't, he didn't say that. He said, you're persecuting me. And that strict identification is very significant. It's also significant, not just, not just because I think that's something that we want to hold on to, like Jesus' willingness to identify with us as, as members of his body and as, as his body whole and entire, um, which is probably enough to scandalize you if you think, if you, think you know, hard, uh, long enough and hard enough about it. Uh, but, but what we see is that the, the nature of the conversion. It's, it's one kingdom, really for St. Saint, Saint Paul, it's, it's one kingdom of God movement to another. Yeah, so, so, he's, so he's then picking up his entire life and moving his life of what? Of expectation, uh, his life of hope, his life of faith. All of this now at the, at the revelation of, of Jesus to him moves around Jesus. It beca- Jesus becomes the very, uh, the very center point of of, I say of his heart and life, but of, of every of, of his of his entire being, right? Of, of his whole self and and of his life of mission, his purpose. It's Jesus at the at the very center. Saint John Chrysostom gives us this um, this this little line, uh, and it's a reading in the office of, of readings today. He says, uh, "To to enjoy the love of Christ was was his life." This is Saint Paul, right? To enjoy the love of Christ was his life, his whole world. His future, everything. 
That's the, that is the radical um, reorientation of St. Paul's life that we, that we not only witness in, that, in the reading from the Acts of the Apostles, it's what we celebrate today, the conversion of St. Paul. But it means that we have to, we have to get on with the same business, yeah, because, because we are members of the body of Christ. We have been called not only, not only by Jesus, but we've been called for him and for his mission. And his mission does, it, it, it demands our renewal. And renewal can be seen largely under the rubric of Jesus-centeredness. Because that is the renewal that is affected in St. Paul. It's affected in him from outside, right? It's, it's not his own strength, his own goodness, his what. The same for us. It's not going to be, thank God, it's not going to be our own strength, our own goodness, because none of us would get there, right? At least I wouldn't. Yeah, At least, we, we know we need that renewal to be affected in us, but it's going to be affected in us in that, in that form, in that pattern. We have to be made, our, our, our whole heart, our whole life has to be made to center on Christ Jesus. And, and there, there, it um, becomes for us, uh, Jesus becomes for us the wellspring of, of our entire life. And, and we can say, you know, for, for ourselves, uh, with St. Paul, in this great summary of St. John Chrysostom, to enjoy the love of Christ is our life. To enjoy the love of Christ is our life. Can you imagine being, being Saul and confronted on the, on the road to Damascus by Jesus? And you've been, you've been killing his people. It's only, it's only love that overcomes the difficulty of that encounter. Isn't it? Do you think yeah, how, much, how much trouble he will be in? You know, like, and how much power Jesus has to punish him? No, he loves him into life. Yeah, he knows, he knows the depth of his crime. And he knows what the, what the love of God, that means he can, he knows the love, he knows what the love of God can overcome. We want to say this, to enjoy the love of Christ is our whole life. It's our whole world, right? Everything. It's, it's our future. It's everything. And it, we celebrate the conversion of St. Paul, that, that we might be converted, that we might truly have Jesus as the very uh, heart and center of our entire existence.